0: on Local Now, Channel 525. ...of Salem
1: Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. She traveled to Colorado from South Florida and is described as armed and dangerous. Police looking for an 18-year-old woman who they say is infatuated with the 1999 Columbine High School massacre. The FBI's Dean Phillips identifies the woman as Sol. We
2: identified that uh, she departed the airport and and went to a a store where she did procure a weapon. She obtained a pump-action shotgun and ammunition. She was then uh, taken to uh, an area where she uh, was last seen out towards the the
1: foothills. Um, And we have been trying to find her ever since. Some schools in Denver and its suburbs are closed today. On Wall Street, the Dow down 54 points, while the S&P is a fraction of a point higher. This is SRN News.
3: April is Autism Awareness Month. According to the Autism Society, Autism Spectrum Disorder, or ASD, is a complex developmental disability. Signs typically appear during early childhood and affect a person's ability to communicate and interact with others. Some of the behaviors associated with autism include delayed learning of language, difficulty making eye contact, or holding a conversation. This wellness spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570.
4: We're Wellness 1570. I'm Lee Michaels here in the Eagle Wellness Studios. We've got clouds, showers, a possible thunderstorm today, and a high around 50 Around 40 tonight with some scattered showers. They taper off into Thursday morning. We'll see Thursday's high in our cloudy skies in the low 50s. Looking pretty good as we uh, peek ahead into the week. We'll see around 60 on Friday with sunshine, more sunshine, and possible upper 60s on Saturday.
5: My name is Dr. Stephen Triviani, MD. My practice is North Star Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, It may well be that the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a a neurologist is to evaluate and determine as precisely as possible the cause. The way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. There are some conditions which uh, are amenable to physical therapy that we provide through my office. Some may require surgery, and we make those uh, referrals as well. But the point is, when we make those referrals, we make those referrals to people in whom I have great confidence. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthStarPainCare.com. Again, NorthStarPainCare.com.
6: Social Security is with you through life's journey. Get to know us at SocialSecurity.gov. We are there day one with baby names and a gift that lasts a lifetime we are there as you grow protecting you and those you love we are there when you get your first job helping you to save for the future we are there when you marry your sweetheart to help secure your new life together we are there if the unexpected happens to help you see life from a new perspective we are there when you start your next chapter to make sure you get off to a great start. And we are there when you lose your soulmate to help make sure you will be all right. We are with you through life's journey, Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. Get to know us and see what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov.
0: Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense.
4: Hey, it's Lee Michaels here with one of the newest members to the Patriot family. I am proud to be associated with Mike Murphy with EXP Realty. Now, it's a name that's familiar to some of you, but it's not our Mike Murphy. It's our new Mike Murphy. Mike, it is great to have you here. Thanks, Lee. We are excited to work with the Patriot and your listeners. Now, tell me, what makes EXP Realty different? EXP is a cloud-based brokerage. We like to call it the future of real estate. A lot of people get frustrated with the gimmicks and overpromises of many real estate agents. We pride ourselves on being different. No gimmicks, just great service. When you call our number, you will speak to me or my wife, Sharon, not an inexperienced team member. So if they want to speak to you or your wife, Sharon, how do they get a hold of you? Give us a call at 651-216-7870 or go to MikeMurphyTeam.com. It's that simple. If you're thinking about selling your home, check out Mike Murphy Team with EXP Realty, 651-216-7870 or online at MikeMurphyTeam.com.
7: Like It Matters, Inspiration, Education, and Application. I am your blessed radio host, your Radio Life Caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about rare. What is rare? You know, one of the things I love to do, ladies and gentlemen, is I love etymology. I love etymology. Etymology is a study of the origin of words and the way in which their meanings have changed throughout history. It is the origin of a word and the historical development of its meaning. I also like uh, another word. I love words. Uh, the word mythoclast um, or mythoclast. Mythoclast. Uh, it's a noun. It's a destroyer debunker of myths. Says English uh, mythocast or mythoclast comes from two familiar Greek words. The Greek noun mythos, which has many meanings speech, word, public speech, unspoken word, and matter fact, as in mythology, a set of stories, traditions, or beliefs. The Greek combining from clastis, breaker, is most familiar in iconoclast, one who breaks images or statues. Literally and figuratively. A mythoclast is one who breaks or destroys a myth or myth in general. And I love that because what's what I call truth therapy. They call a mythoclast or mythoclast. I like that. But today, we're going to talk about this word rare. Rare, uh, defined this way in dictionary.com. Of an event, situation, or condition not occurring very often. A rare genetic disorder. Number two, of a thing, not found in large numbers and consequently of interest or value. The jellyfish tree, one of the rarest plants on the earth. And number three defi- definition, is unusually good or remarkable. And the example here is given, he plays with rare strength and sensitivity. It's interesting because that word, same word, can use, be used a few different ways. A Merriam-Webster defines it this way, seldom occurring or found uncommon. Uh, The second definition of Merriam Webster is marked by unusual quality, merit, or appeal. And that's basically where we're going to park today. We're going to talk about rare things. I'm going to share with you a list of things that are rare. I'm going to address the thing is it true that uh, no two snowflakes are ever the same? I want to go through what makes uniques rare, I mean, human beings rare. Even though 99.9 percent of all of our DNA is similar, similar, I can't even talk this morning. So you know what's really rare? What's really rare is I can't even talk. What's really rare is people that are aware of being unaware. You know, one of the great things I get out of my training, or people get out of my training, is they become aware. Of being unaware. You know, when they leave my training, they have a sensory acuity, a heightened sensory acuity. They're more, they're, they're actually seeing things, not just looking at things. They're actually hearing, not, I mean, they're actually listening, not just hearing. They're actually feeling, not just touching. And so when people come out of our class, uh, man, their senses are heightened. And so colors are brighter, smells are sweeter and, and taste better. Things taste better. Uh, it's just, it's cool. And one of the things I learned a long time ago is that you got to be aware that people are always watching. You know, we're all role models. People are e- either using us as an example of what they'd love to be like or what they would never be like. You know, when I was a single dad with my kids when they were growing up, faith and Christian, I'd see kids acting up and I'd point at them and say, you know what, if you ever acted like that, and faith would cut me off, she goes, I know, Dad, I know, Dad. I would use those other kids as an example of what they never should be. You know, Billy Graham told us years ago that Christians do more to scare people away from God than anybody else. And one of my goals in life is to bring more people closer to my God, my Lord Jesus Christ, than I scare away. So we're all role models. People are either using us as an example of what they love to be like and moving in that direction, or they use us as an example of what they'd never want to be like and use it as a reason to move away from what we're doing. And one thing I've learned in my training, uh, likeitmatters.net, is that most people are totally unaware. We are unconscious creatures. Uh, in neuro-linguistic programming, there are four levels of learning. The highest level of learning is unconscious, in com- uh, unconscious competence. In other words, you don't know what you know. It's mastery. It's, you know things, but they're at the unconscious level. You're not even consciously aware of all the depth of your knowledge. you got to get this. Very, very, very important. And so one thing I realize, I ask people all the time, is how many times have you driven home before without realizing how you drove home? And you couldn't even give me a number. It's innumerable. You know, we stop at all stops. We turn all the turns. We we do everything we're supposed to. We use the blinker, do all that. Unconsciously. Consciously, we're thinking about what happened today. We're thinking about what's going to happen tonight. We're thinking about the weekend. We're thinking about a lot of different things. Physically, we're in that car, but we're in a self-induced trance. Mentally, we're somewhere else. And so one of the things i found over the years is rare is that people who are aware that people are always watching. You know, when I was a single dad, uh, um, I I, uh, I lived a good life. Um, I, I was very aware of who was around my kids, what my kids saw. I'm not saying I was perfect. I'm not saying I did things I wasn't proud of. I'm not saying I did things that did not honor God. What I am saying, though, is I was always aware of what my kids saw. What they're around. I never wanted to have a woman over my house and share my bedroom uh, with my kids when I was to tell my kids, you don't sleep with anybody unless you're married to them. So, why would I say one thing and let my kids see me doing something different? So, uh, and the reason I bring that up is because it is rare, because most people just live in their life. They're stuck in first position. And so, I love this saying from uh, Connie Back. I found this years ago. It says, when, I, when you thought I wasn't looking, when you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you hang up my first painting on the refrigerator, and I wanted to paint another. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you feed a stray cat, and I thought it was good to be kind to animals. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you make my favorite cake for me, and I knew that little things are special things. When you thought I wasn't looking, I heard you say a prayer, and I believed there is a God I could always talk to. When you thought I wasn't looking, I felt you kiss me goodnight, and I felt loved. When you thought I wasn't looking, I saw you cared, and I wanted to be everything that I could be. When you thought I wasn't looking, I looked and wanted to say thanks for all the things I saw when you thought I wasn't looking. And that is so powerful, and that is rare, and that is why I do what I do, to get people from the unconscious into the conscious, to help people maximize the potentials they were created with. So as I've been putting together this show called Rare, I wanted to find out, because I've always heard, you know, that no two snowflakes are ever the same. So I went to this uh, website, CaltechEDU, and posed the question, is it really true that no two snowflakes are alike? And it says now, and this is from the article, now there's a question I hear a lot. It's a funny question, almost like a Zen cone. If two identical snowflakes fell, my inquisitive friend, who would know? And can you ever know, uh, ever be sure that no two are alike, since you cannot check them all out to find out? Although there is indeed a certain level of unknowability to the question, the article says, of snowflake likeness, as a physicist, I find that I can address this issue with some confidence. As I will demonstrate, the answer depends to a large degree on what you mean by the question. Yep, the short answer to this question is yes. It is indeed extremely unlikely that two complex snowflakes will look exactly alike. It is so extremely unlikely, in fact, that even if you looked at every one ever made, you would not find any exact duplicates. The long answer, however, is a bit more involved. It depends on just what you mean by alike and on just what you mean by snowflake. Because they go through the nano snowflakes and they go through, since a typical small snow crystal might contain 10 to the 18th water molecules, we see that about 10 to the 15th of these molecules will be different from the rest. Even with 10 to the 24th crystals per year, the odds of it happening within the lifetime of the universe is indistinguishable from zero. And so it goes through all these different things. And yes, the answer is yes, no two snowflakes are alike. So what that would tell me is that snowflakes are some of the rarest things in the world. And so as I'm going along this train, of thought, I thought I'd find out what are actually the rarest things, the rarest items in the world, what gives something great value. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're talking about rare. And after the break, I'm going to tell you what the rarest things in the world are. So you want to be back in three minutes with Like It Matters Radio.
2: And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, June 13th through the 15th. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to find Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take
1: applicants, only commitment. It's amazing, but true. When it comes to one of America's biggest household expenditures, health care, a lot of people think they've got no choice. People are used to thinking, we have to do it this way. But they don't. Yes, you have the freedom to choose an alternative with your health care. It's MediShare, and it costs way less than the alternatives. The typical family saves $500 a month. Not a year, a month. And if you're single, this can save you a lot too. And let's face it, a big reason MediShare is 400,000 people strong, it just works. They've shared over $3 billion in medical bills, so they can help share your needs too. Joining MediShare for so many people is one of those things that makes you say, Why didn't I do this before? So yes, the time has come for something better. Look into joining Metashare and see why so many people are opting out of the old way and into the new. Why not look into this? Just call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-B-I-B-L-E. 844-41-BIBLE.
2: That's likeitmatters.net.
7: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we are talking about rare. We're talking about rare. And if you miss any of this radio show, you can always go to our archive messages on likeitmattersradio.com. Likeitmattersradio.com. You can listen to this and all kinds of archive messages. Also, you can go on to iTunes and you can actually subscribe now uh, to our radio show. At the end of each radio show, they'll put it in podcast form. And so you can listen to it at your own leisure. And please, if you still do Facebook, we do, I I'm I'm guess I'm archaic, uh, go ahead and please like us. You know, we put pictures on of what the daily radio show is going to be. We keep you up to date on where we're at. So like us on facebook.com slash LIM radio. And today we are talking about rare. And uh, we've always heard that uh, that no two snowflakes are ever the same. And so I thought I'd look up to see if this is true. I got this from ScienceMag.org. And it says, why each snowflake is one of a kind. And it says, uh, a new video from the American Chemical Society explains all how 50 plus centimeters of snowflakes could all be unique, all be differently. All snowflakes start off looking basically the same, the article says, but they are individually shaped by their environments as they form and fall. Boy, it sounds like human beings, doesn't it? First, water vapor condenses and freezes on a dust moat. The snowflake starts as a six-sided prism, six sides because of the way water molecules arrange themselves into ice crystals. As it grows, its edges expand and create branches of ice that shoot out from its corners. Differences in temperature and wind conditions turn the branches into one-of-a-kind works of art. Some are long and thin, some are short and fat, and some are covered in dozens of tiny sub-branches. By the time the snowflake falls to the ground, they are so diverse that as of 2013, scientists needed 121 categories to describe them. Isn't that incredible? To describe them. That's how rare they are. And boy, if you want to get into the mathematics of it, larger complex snowflakes are all different. This is from uh, 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 Caltech University, I think it is. The number of possible ways of making a complex snowflake is staggeringly large. To see just how much so, consider a simpler question. How many ways can you arrange 15 books on your bookshelf? Well, there's 15 choices for the first book. 14 for the second 13 for third etc multiplied out and there are over a trillion ways to arrange just 15 books with 100 books the number of possible arrangements goes up to just under 10 to the 158 power that's a 1 followed by 158 zeros that number is about 10 to the 70th power times larger than the total number of atoms in the entire universe wow Now, when you look at a complex snow crystal, you can often pick out 100 separate features, actually we just found out in the last article, 121. Since all these features could have grown differently or end up in slightly different places, the math is is similar to that with the books. Thus, the number of ways to make a complex snow crystal is absolutely huge, and thus, it's unlikely that any two complex snow crystals out of all those ever made in the entire history of the planet have ever been completely alike. Isn't that incredible? Now, that's rare. I would say that's really rare. But it didn't even make the list, I got to tell you. So I want to say, so I got this from Cynthia Matz at ideadigest.com. says nine rarest items in the world. And number one is white peacocks. Some animals are born white due to albinism, which gives these animals red uh, pupils, white skin, and pale nails. But these white peacocks are not due to albinism. They have a genetic mutation known as leucism. Lack of a color tail does not remove the beauty in these peacocks. So, ready? Number two and rarest items in the world, rarest signature. Of all the famous personas through time, only one signature can be called rare. It is of William Shakespeare who wrote uh, Romeo and Juliet. So Shakespeare has written lots of poets and playwrights. His signature is of the greatest rarity. There are only six known in existence and is valued at $3 million. Number two, uh, three, the jeweled squid. The jeweled squid found almost 2,000 feet ben- beneath the surface of the North Atlantic. Wow. The squid was observed with mismatched eyes. The one is larger than the others. Rare stamp, the rarest known stamp is the trust killing yellow stamp from Sweden it is worth 2.3 million dollars it is valued as it, it is valuable as it was printed in 1858 and the currency was still known as skilling Wow and then this other one amabito no macho amabito no Mashio is a rare type of sea salt produced in Japan it is collected in an unpolluted island sea and undergoes many processes before it's sold in the market. Due to complexity and sensitive production, it is the most expensive and rarest sea salt, sold at $40 a pound. Number six Chinese Japanese lantern. The Chinese Japanese lantern is a type of plant, it blooms during the winter and dries up in the spring. While upon drying, it will show its bright red fruit covered by the skeletal like cage that holds that held its petals. A beautiful creation it is actually life in the middle of death. Baseball card, the rarest baseball card, is Honus Wagner, sold in february two thousand for two point three million dollars. But the same card was then then again sold in September of the same year for two point eight million. It is coined as the Mona Lisa of baseball cards, the rarest and most expensive comic book in existence, the first edition of the Spider-Man comic book, published 1963. Comic book was published in a quality advanced of its time. The comic book was originally sold for 12 cents, but now is sold for forty thousand dollars due to its rarity. And number nine, the Snapdragon or dr- the Dragon Flower, which can be also called the uh, anthurium, it is a little plant. Mostly found in Europe. Once the flower has died, it expels its seeds. Upon expelling its seeds, the flowers then start to look like skulls. This feature of this plant makes it rare. And then I got this other one. 15 of the rarest items in the world. No? The world's rarest gem is believed to be the painite. Painite is orangish and reddish brown and was first discovered in Burma. A more, well-known, a more well-known but still very rare gem is the Red Diamond. Number two, William Shakespeare's signature. It says $3 million. Number three, rarest comic books. Again, the one I just talked about. Amazing Spider-Man. This was 15 of the rarest items from AOL.com. Again, different list. Most expensive item by weight and volume. And that's what we talked about too is that yellow stamp from Sweden. That's Tress Killing we were talking about. Again, number five is that sea salt that we were talking about. Called Amabito no Moshio, ancient sea salt, $40 a pound. Uh, according to the Book of Guinness World Records, number six, the most valuable jeans are an original pair of Levi Strauss and Company 501 jeans, aged over 115 years, uh, $60,000. Wow. In February 2007, a near-mint-mint uh, mint Honus Wagner sold, told you sold for $2.3 million and the same year $2.8 million. It's called the Mona Lisa Baseball Cards. In 1999, Mark David Chapman's copy of John Lennon and Yoko Ono's album Double Fantasy, autographed by Lemon five hours before Chapman fatally shot him, sold. The album had been found in a flower planter outside Lennon's home at the scene of the murder. The record bears the forensically certified fingerprints of Chapman and was even used as evidence in the trial, $460,000. How about number nine on this list, the Soraya horse, said to be the direct descendant of the wild Iberian horse, but only 200 currently remain living. One of these animals could sell, you ready for this, $100,000. Countless rare books in the world, but by most expert standard, the rarest of them all is the Gutenberg Bible. First book ever printed back in 1456. It was the first book ever printed in 1456, and although several hundred copies were originally printed, finding a complete first edition would net you 25 to 35 million dollars in today's market. Single pages alone go for 25 thousand dollars. What is it? Several years ago, just one volume. It's a two-volume set sold for five point. $5 $5 million. Stunning. 11 uh, rare necklaces. Uh, cheap, the, the most expensive necklace are likely to be one built around the Blue Empress, a rare natural blue diamond. It's estimated to be worth $16 million. Six, 14 carats, set in 18 carat white gold. Rarest balls of wine ever sold was uh, by Christopher Forbes for $160,000. Wow. Rare. Now, I got this other list, 24 of the rarest, uh, rarest of rare, awesome things found on Earth ever. And again, the list's very similar. Number one, white peacocks. But number two, here's a new thing I never heard of, bismuth crystals. Found all over the world, bismuth is a chemical element which is 86% as dense as lead. It's a brittle metal with silvery white color when freshly produced, but is often seen in air with a pink tinge. It has number three of the rarest and rare, awesome things found on Earth ever, the insides of a meteor. Number four is the jeweled squid. Number five is life within death. That was that Chinese lantern that we were talking about. Uh, number six, the rafflesia arnoldi flower, largest flower in the world. This rare flower is found in the rainforests of Indonesia. It can grow to be three foot across and weigh up to 15 pounds. It is a parasitic plant with no visible leaves, roots, or stems. And then go number eight, uh, number seven, purple carrots. Uh, number eight, auroras borealis. Uh, rain as seen from an airplane, that's weird, uh, red banana, uh, living rock, pyrura chilensis, Chilean, Peru, Tasmanian giant crab, one of the largest crabs in the world, weighs a mighty 29 pounds with a 15-inch shell, has a white shell with claws that are splashed in red, purple is number 14 on this list of 24, albino alligator, coriot opal, all these lists of what is rare. And again, notice, rare means different things. Rare, uh, not occurring very often. Rare, not found in large numbers and consequently of interest or value. Rare, usually good or remarkable. But today, on the next segment, i want to go into the rarity of the human beings, Because if we're going to talk about rare, and even though 99.9% of all of our DNA is the same, there are unique markers that make every single human being rare. We'll be back in three minutes.
4: reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself
2: included change the course of your life go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next leadership awakening in minneapolis june 13th through the 15th that's likeitmatters.net leadership awakening we don't take applicants only commitment
3: Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, I'm Alyssa with Wellness Radio 1570, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school. This is a program we have had for over eight years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. We are in the thick of open house season right now, so the timing couldn't be better. If you find a school you would like your child to attend, Call me at 651-289-4406 to see if that school is one of our partner schools. It's that simple. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. Call me at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com.
7: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, Mr. Black, and today we're talking about rare. The word rare, what makes things rare, what are some of the rare things in the world. Uh, And please, if this is the first time you somehow stumbled onto this radio show, know that you can listen to us daily, Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. And it's replayed uh, on iHeartRadio from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time as well. All you got to do is go to iHeartRadio query or search uh, wellness radio 1570 we're connected to our Minneapolis uh, affiliate there in Twin Cities uh, so if you want to go to com, you can also live stream with them Monday through Friday 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time replayed 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're also working to expand all over the country. We are, our goal is to be syndicated uh, in every sing, single city around this country. And you can help us do that. E- email me at Mr. Black at LikeItMattersRadio.com. But currently, outside of Minneapolis, St. Louis, I mean, I mean Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul, we're also in the St. Louis market uh, every Monday through Friday from 7 to 8 p.m. on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 a.m., the St. Louis Gospel Experience. And we're also blessed to be in Richmond, Virginia. Uh It is FM 103.3, and I think it's a.m. 1290 in Richmond, Virginia, every Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 P. M. And when all else fails, you can listen to us at your own leisure by going to likeitmattersradio.com. So, you probably heard this, but I want to remind you, no one else has your exact fingerprints, even your identical twin. This is from an article I got uh, from Sandra Lamont from CNN.com. Um, how can that be? It says it starts when you're a fetus between one and three inches long and the pads on your fingers, and palms begin to grow. Uh, I've been told that, uh, from the 13th to 21st weeks, your fingerprints come in. And uh, the same exact time your brain lobes come in. That's why I can take your fingerprints and give you a 37 page printout of your brain because you are perfectly and wonderfully and fearfully made. That same unique pattern, I believe, uh, that you have in each finger that no one else will ever have uh, is the exact duplicate, the ditto of the neural pathway in that corresponding lobe of your brain. And the coolest thing is from the day you're born, your fingerprints never change. Never change. Ever. You got that? If you were to cut off a finger and it was to grow back, you would grow back the same exact fingerprint in it if you could. Now every other line on your hands and your feet, because you also have feet prints that are unique to you as well, every other line on your hands and your feet changes uh, based over your lifetime, based on your choices. It's weird. So if you were to go back and live your life all over again and this time make different choices outside of your fingerprints, every other line on your hands and your feet would change. It's just interesting. And that, those come in the 13th to 21st weeks. Recent studies believe we can now even tell gender from fingerprints. Uh, related, five biometric alternatives. I mean, we can take your fingerprints and give you a 37-page print on your brain and tell you exactly your 10 and 8 intellects, tell you exactly what percentage you process visually, auditorily, kinesthetically. It is a pattern. It is a coding. It's like when you buy a gro- an item at a grocery store and you scan it. That scanning has everything about that product in there. That's the same thing. Some people are actually born without fingerprints. It's called a dermatoglyphia a dermatoglyphia, and it's a very rare disorder caused by mutations in the SMARCAD gene or SMARCAD1 gene. According to National Institute of Health, it is also called immigration delay disease because those who have it have lots of problems when they try to enter countries requiring fingerprints. It's so funny. And we all know, I I love forensic files, and boy, they can get DNA from anything now, from a cigarette butt, from a man studying what they can get DNA so dna or deoxyribonucleic acid as it's rarely pronounced is the genetic formula that tells your body cells how to build you into you and no one else think of your dna as four legos that like to play in pairs along a spiral staircase called a double helix those pairs a and t c and g that's why i said ATCG. Those pairs, A and T, C and G, form building blocks of code called genes that become the blueprint for your hair, eyes, body shape, and everything else, skin color. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, listen carefully, there is only one race. The lie from the devil and the lie from the narrative of this world is hateful, bitter world that wants you all to hate Trump and then hate everybody that doesn't hate Trump. The problem is you can't control hate, people. And so as hate's out of control. You got women killing their babies. You got people killing each other over PlayStation or, or killing each other because uh, they didn't like the way they looked at it or killing each other for, because they want to have some fun. Don't you get it? So there's one human race. Someone's skin color is not because they're a different race. It's because of a genetic makeup. There are nearly 20,000 human genes created from about 3 billion bases. So it's easy to see why no other human being will have the exact same pattern of DNA, even identical twins. You got to get this. And so it's a genetic marker. Our skin color is a genetic marker. If you got more of one thing, it'll be darker. If you got less, it'll be lighter. Our shape of our eyes. Did you hear it? These ATCG form building blocks of code called genes that become the blueprint for your hair, eyes, body shape, and everything else that makes you unique. The slant of an eye is—it's—it's it's based on a genetic code. You got to get this. All this—we got one human race. Matter of fact, you ready for this? Ninety-nine point nine percent of all DNA is absolutely identical in human beings. It is that one tenth of one percent that creates all the vast difference you see. That's why when you hear that 98.5% of the DNA in a chimpanzee is similar to ours, it doesn't matter that much. Matter of fact, I'm going to do the study at some point and see which creature has the least like DNA of us. And I bet you it's still got to be in the 90 percentile because without a doubt, God had something in mind. These are building blocks. And so I want you to know That you got DNA that's unique to you. That no one will ever have it. They'll find out if you killed someone 30 years later based on that genetic code. Your fingerprints. But I can tell you something right now. There are lots more. There aren't just fingerprints and DNA. Don't you get it? How about this? Your ears. The way your ears hang. It turns out the ridges, bumps, and shape of your outer ear are so unique that it may soon be one of the best ways to identify you. According to University of Southampton biometrics expert Mark Nixon, studies have shown that up to 99.6% accuracy when ears were scanned using computer software that recreates their position, scale, and rotation. That's the same accuracy as fingerprints. Trace the rim of your ear, feel those curves and ridges. You're the only person in the world with that exact shape. In one British study, researchers developed an algorithm that could identify a single individual out of more than 250 others with 99.6% accuracy. That's how powerful it is. And how about the eyes? Look in the mirror at both your eyes. Now look closely at each iris. That's the muscle that opens and closes your pupil to control the amount of light that enters your eye. You'll see small, random patterns of texture in one of your irises, which are completely different from the texture in your other iris. How's that happen? While your DNA does set the ultimate color and structure of each iris, the furrows, rifts, and pits that you see happen randomly during fetal developments in the womb. It's called chaotic morphogenesis. And it's thought to occur when the iris tissue tightens and folds as the fetus opens and closes. Isn't that incredible? But it's not just that. It's just not the uh, isis, right? It's not just that. It's also, I'm sorry, it's not just the iris. It's also the retina. You know, the window into your nervous system and maybe your soul is the retina. The very back of your eye, the part where light rays focus is called the retina. The pattern of blood vessels displayed there is very precise snapshot of your nervous system. It is unique to you. Just like I said, your fingerprints are exact duplicate of the corresponding neural pathway in that brain. Did you hear what this says? The pattern of blood vessels displayed there is a very precise snapshot. It's a duplicate of your nervous system and it's, dupli- uh, it, it's unique to you. We are wonderfully perfectly, fearfully made. I love it. Even psalmist said that I knew you when you were in the womb. You know, God knows us. God created us. He he knows our frame. You got to get this. Our tongue is like a fingerprint. The tongue has its own shape and texture, and its tiny bumps and ridges are distributed in a way that is uniquely yours. Your voice. It's not a body part, but your voice is unlike anyone else's. That's why they're starting to do voice recognition. You have a toe print. A fetus's toe print develops at the same time as the fingerprints and are just as unique. Since crooks are more likely fingerprints behind, the FBA maintains a national database that links 66 million people to their fingerprints. But I was watching, I was watching uh, a forensic files, and some guy took off his shoes, so he didn't have a shoe print, walked around, stepped on a mirror or something, and left his a footprint, a toe print, and they found this guy. Years later, based on his toe print not only is your, your is your teeth I mean is your uh, your tongue unique, your teeth are unique again, watching all that uh, on forensic files they can find people based on dental records they do it all because the way you wear your grind so important the, the way you clench your jaw, the way you grind your teeth, play a certain instrument the whole keys in your mouth the the way, I'm going to tell you it all affects everything. How about your gait? Again, it's not quite your feet, it's about how you use them. You can, they can actually watch you and tell who you are just by watching the way you walk. Stunning. What, the way you walk. you are going to get this. Several decades ago, a researcher put lights on ankles, knees, hips to figure out how you could recognize friends by the way they walk. A University of Notre Dame biometric expert, Kevin Boiner, said today computers can identify a person in a crowded city block by the way they walked, solely. And so I'm going to tell you right now, you are incredibly rare, the way you are made. And why does this matter? Because after the break, we're going to go through this. There is nobody else like you. No one has your pain, no one has your trauma, no one has the the eyes, the ears, the, the lips, the tongue, all that stuff, you are unique. And so attempting to be like everybody else does not serve you well. So after the break, we're gonna go to what do we do with this information about how rare we are. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal
9: donors and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing please email us at mrblack at radio.com. in the subject line put posse. Again that's mrblack at radio.com. in the subject line put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at Black at com in the subject line put posse
6: Training is available on an individual basis and company wide, all at likeitmatters.net.
0: People join Walk MS to raise awareness and funds that change the world for everyone affected by multiple sclerosis. MS attacks the brain and spinal cord, it's the most common neurological disease leading to disability in young adults. Walk MS brings communities together. Creating teams with friends, loved ones, and coworkers to rally around those we care about and end MS forever. Join us. Together, we are stronger. Walk MS fundraising accelerates research breakthroughs and life-changing breakthroughs. It will take all of our passion, determination, and fundraising to end MS forever. Together, we can change the world for people with MS. Join us. Register today. Start a team and raise funds at WalkMS.org.
7: Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and today we are talking about rare, rare. And if you miss any of this radio show, then you need to listen to the whole thing in its entirety. If you're listening in the morning, the great news is on iHeartRadio. This show will replay from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Just go to iHeartRadio and query Wellness Radio 1570 uh, based out of Minneapolis. That's where you'll find us. You can also go to likeitmattersradio.com, and you can listen to this and other archived messages. And I'd love to hear from you, Uh, so email me if you want anything I share on the radio. If you want me to cover a certain topic, if you need some help, uh, just give me a call. I mean, give me an email at Mr. Black, M R B L A C K, at likeitmattersradio.com. If you want some more information or transformational training, uh, just go to likeitmatters.net. I'll be in Minneapolis in uh, May. I'll be in um, uh, Richmond, Virginia in August. I'll be in uh, Sacramento in July. So go to likeitmatters.net for our schedule. And we today are talking about rare. Rare has a few different definitions. It's uh, Rare can mean not occurring very often. Uh, rare can mean usually good or remarkable. Rare can mean, can mean not found in large numbers and consequently of interest or value. Rare can mean marked by unusual quality, merit, or appeal. And that's what I want to focus on because as many people, what are there, um, billions of people out there? Uh, the Chinese have about 1 billion, about, so we're about 6 billion, I think close to 6 billion. Of all the people that have ever lived, I don't know how many that would be. I don't know, 10 billion, 20 billion, I don't know what the number is. Nobody is exactly like you. And I went through this list you know, to deal with the eyes. You have the iris, right? The iris, the muscle that opens and closes the pupil to control how much light enters the eye, has tiny textural patterns. And that is unique to each and every person. These random pits, furrows, swirls, and rifts occur during fetal development. But also when we're dealing with the eye, you got the retina. In the back of the retina, there's a pattern of blood vessels. And that pattern is unique to you. It's a, It's almost like a photocopy of your central nervous system. We talked about the ear. You know, the curves and the ridges. The ear is such a handy identifier that Yahoo is developing technology to unlock smartphones with an ear scanner. Think about this. Someone receiving a call would unlock the phone by simply pressing it to their ear. How about the lips? Hypothetically, detectives could seal evidence with a kiss, the article says. A study in the journal Forensic Dental Sciences found that the pattern of elevations and depressions in the lips are as unique as fingerprints. Isn't that incredible? The tongue. Like a fingerprint, the tongue has its own shape and texture. Its tiny bumps and ridges are distributed in a way that is unique to yours. How about voice? Right? Your voice is unlike anybody else's. Why do you think they're doing voice recognitions? Not only fingerprints, you know you also have toe prints. You know your fingerprints are unique to you. You know your DNA is unique to you. But you know you also have a toe print that is also unique to you think about that your teeth not only is your your lips the way you talk but your teeth if you watch any of those uh csi shows forensic shows you would see that a lot of times when the body's burnt or decayed they will go to dental records the way we carry things in our mouth the jaw the way we cleanse our jaw the way we grind our teeth the way we play instruments all that is unique to us and over time wears it's just like when you shoot a bullet each gun has its own central markings. When a bullet leaves a gun, it has little rivets. Again, I watch a lot of forensic files. Little rivets that they match up to make it you know, the same concept with the teeth. Each little wear and tear is unique to each person because it leaves a little bit different mark. How about the way you walk? Your gait. Can you believe it? Even if you've never noticed anything unusual about how you walk, sophisticated systems can. When an international team of bioengineers analyzed the foot pressure patterns of more than 100 people, they identified individuals with a 99.6 accuracy rate. You got to get this. That is the same as fingerprints. Matter of fact, one of the scientists who's pioneered much of the research in gait analysis says, "quote We removed every other variable we could to test the hypothesis, which is why we used a green screen." He said, all we had was a person walking in a series of images. We look at the motion of the body and the body parts, then measure those with a computer to get a set of numbers. And as long as we can get the same set of numbers for each person, we can achieve recognition. And this guy recently put his computer to the test in a a murder trial in Australia. I'm reading from this article from CNN.com. It says, quote, the guy killed a man and his wife in a shop. He had cased the joint in the morning, and we had surveillance footage of him. Then when he came back in the evening, he wore a mask and gloves and covered his head. All we could see of him was the way he walked. We presented evidence that the gait was the same, and the guy put his hands up during the jury and said, yep, it was me. So the whole point to say all this is you are unique. You are rare. And that's why I want you to listen to these words. Stop what you're doing. Turn anything off that's distracting you. And listen to these words. Since the beginning of time, there has never been another person like you. Nobody, not anybody, has your smile, your eyes, your hands, your fingerprints, your DNA, your hair, your gait. Nobody owns your handwriting or your voice. In all of time, there has never been anybody who laughs in exactly your way. And what it takes to make you laugh or cry or think may have a totally different response in another person. You are the only one in the whole of creation who has your particular set of abilities. There is always going to be someone who is better at one thing or another. Every person is your superior in at least one way, unique way. But nobody in the universe can reach the quality and the combination of your talents or your feelings. Throughout all of eternity, no one will ever walk, talk, think, or do exactly like you. You are rare, valuable, priceless, non-duplicatable. In all rarity, there is enormous value. And because of your great value, the need for you to imitate everyone else is absolutely wrong. You happen to be special. Did you hear that? You happen to be special. And it's no accident that you are special. You were made special. You were created special. You were given a special purpose. You were given a special knowledge. You're given special trains and traumas and dramas and and all kinds of things from your past. Please realize that God made you for a special purpose. He has a job for you to do that no one else can do as well as you can. Out of the billions of applicants, only one is qualified. Only one has a unique and right combination of what it takes. And that one is you. Ladies and gentlemen, that's why you need to know your unique purpose. And so at some point, if you can't write these down now, then write them down later. I'm going to give you a couple questions to ask yourself, understanding that there's nobody else like you. You are rare. You are unique. You have a special, you're a special agent with a special mission. So here's a couple questions I want you to think about. Spend three to five minutes on each one of these questions. First question, what do you feel are your greatest strengths and personal talents? Those qualities which comprise unique potential and purpose. In other words, what makes you, you? You have different traumas, different dramas, different backgrounds. What do you feel are your greatest strengths, personal talents, those things, those qualities which comprise your unique potential and purpose, those things that make you you? Identify those. Number two, if you had unlimited time or resources, what would you choose to do? I mean, if if you had all the time in the world, all the money in the world, and you could do anything you wanted to do, what's your passion? What's your drive? What would get you up every day, do what you do, go home at night, go to bed, get up the next day, and do it again and again and again with a swing in your step? Number three, when you reflect on your personal life and business, what activities do you consider the greatest worth or value? Not your boss, not your spouse, not your mom, not your kids, but when you reflect on everything you do in your life, business and personal, identify those top three, four, five, six at things that you do that have the greatest worth or value. Number four, what are the most important relationships in your life and why? We all need a a relational hierarchy. What are those most important relationships in your life? Identify those and then ask the question why. Number five, be honest. Are you the type of leader that you would choose to work with? Number six, do you consider yourself a role model? Why or why not? And remember, we're all role models to a degree. People either use us as an example of what they love to be like or people use us as an example of what they never want to be like. Number seven, what are your roles in life? Identify all the different hats you wear, all the different things. You know, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a counselor, I'm an ATM machine, I'm a taxi cab driver. And then after you identify all those roles, uh, the next 7B, if that's 7A, let's do 7B, what are one or two specific things that you could do that would make a difference? Number eight, what's your mission? In other words, why are you here? Number nine, where are you now in relation to your mission? How are you doing? And number 10, in what ways do you make a difference? How to use your gifts, talents, your trauma, your drama, your pain, your plaudits to make a difference. Who you are makes a difference, and you can use everything from your past for other people's future. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
10: Okay, here's the deal. Mortgage rates went up this year, right? Wrong. If you're looking to lower your monthly payment or thinking of getting cash out of your home, mortgage rates are actually now the lowest in months. But the clock's ticking. At a cash call mortgage, there's no better time to take advantage than right now. Call us at 833-458-CASH. Speak with one of our refinance specialists today, and you may be able to lock in the lowest rates of the year before they're gone. We'll even get the process started without the upfront deposit other lenders still charge. That's 833 458 Cash. Refinance with Cash Call Mortgage today. Impact Mortgage Corp. DBA Cash Call Mortgage NMLS MLS ID 128231. Equal Housing Lender, not licensed in all states, including New York. Call 855 657 9910 for licensing terms and restrictions. Don't let these low rates pass you by. All you need to get started is a phone. Dial 833 458 Cash. Again, 833 458 Cash. Refinance with Cash Call Mortgage today.
7: Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio, KDIZ, Golden Valley.